0: Episode 12, A-League Podcast, Saturday morning, October 22nd? I Forget that 12. Word? Forget 12, is that what you said? So what we got here today, NBA predictions, WNBA finals we watched, Derrick Rose, uh, Birth of the Nation review, um, and we possibly might have Mr. Danell Jones calling in from Slam Magazine, uh, AJC right, for the Houston Journal right now. He recently wrote an article about Morris Brown for the undefeated, ESPN undefeated. So hopefully we can get him in sometime. Um, but let's get started on the NBA predictions, man. We were just kind of talking about it. It's feeling a little anticlimactic. We know it's going to be the Warriors. Do we know it's going to be the Cavs, though? Could be our Hawks. Could be our Hawks. You not excited, Jeremy? Could be our Hawks. Dwight looks good, man. Dwight, Dwight looks hungry. good. I have the Hawks finishing in the top four, maybe even the third seed. I'm not even joking now. Uh my top four for the East would be Cavs. Bucks. Celtics? Hawks. Top four of the East. That's I see the Bucks being the top three because I think that big lineup is gonna be pretty deadly. Um the freak at the point guard position, and I think Jabari finally breaks out this season. I got the Bucks in the top three. If you hating on me, I don't care. I see your face I'm, I don't care. I got Bucks in the top three. You heard my top four. What's up? Everybody, give me your top four. Rashad he, right he
1: said. He said Bucks. Right. I said the Bucks. He said, he said the Bucks. He said the Bucks. I said the Bucks. He said the Bucks.
2: Eric. I'm thinking the exact Eric. same thing. I said Eric. the
1: Bucks, dog. Eric, it the talks. Bucks, Eric, you've lost your mind. Say, no, I'm, I'm, I'm In, in, in order to today, be a right? top four, seat, look, I'm straight. Man. You have to make the playoffs. Exactly, the playoffs, Eric. Not, not the lottery. Not, not the lottery. The
3: playoffs. <laughs> we
2: talking about the playoffs, really? not the lottery. Really? The, 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 the
3: Milwaukee Bucks have a talented squad, no doubt about it. But they had a talented squad last year. Exactly. They, they have pretty much the same team this year. It's all
0: about growth.
3: Uh, Can I you mean, not get one, better? One thing I could see them taking Charlotte's place. And okay. making the playoffs, they're okay. definitely. Gonna but be but better. even then, you got to think. Okay, so all right, there's one open spot in the East mm-hmm. for sure. Charlotte's probably not gonna make it this year. You got the Knicks. You think Milwaukee's gonna make it ahead of the Knicks? You yep. think Milwaukee's gonna make it ahead of? I think okay, they have more the, to prove. The, the Knicks. The Knicks are pretty much the only. I mean, <laughs> Chicago. Chicago. I mean, you got Chicago. Washington? The Knicks. The Washington. Uh, and then Milwaukee. I got Indiana. So you got those four right teams that haven't fifth. made it. I yeah. mean, but Indiana made it last like, Oh, you talking about I said? Yeah, yeah, my bad. Uh-huh. From yeah. people that didn't make it. Yeah. But uh, my my top four for the East, I, I think I'm gonna do a top eight. I'm gonna go Cleveland. I'm gonna go. Uh, hmm. I think I'm gonna go with uh, Indiana number two. Number three, I'm gonna go with the Hawks. Number four, I'm gonna go with Toronto. <laughs> Number five. Toronto
0: by default. Everybody's saying Toronto by default. I think they're going to slip back, but go ahead.
3: Number five, I'm going to go Boston. Um, Number six, I'm going to go, let me see, Chicago. Number seven, I'm going to go, who made it last year? Uh, We had Detroit made it last year. Yep. But who else made it last year at the bottom? Oh, Charlotte, but but I already said they weren't gonna make it. You said they weren't gonna make it. Alright, so I think I'ma say for seven, I'ma say hmm. Well uh I think I'm gonna say the Knicks. And then eight, I'ma say um Detroit again.
1: Detroit again? Yeah. Oh okay. Okay. Go ahead. Uh my east is um I'm gonna go with the Cavs at one, Celtics at two. Uh <gasps> I'm gonna say the Pacers at three, go Hawks at four. Um, five, I would probably say. You know what, Eric? I kind of like your Bucks pick, but Save. I'm not gonna put them that high. I'm gonna say <laughs> he's like,
0: nah, chill out. Um, well, Chicago.
1: Chicago. I really like that uh, Michael Carter-Williams trade. That was a great pick. That him. is actually. Um, a great so I'm card. gonna put them at five, six. I'm gonna say. Trying to think, who's in the East? Uh, Toronto. Toronto. No, I. So, so, so you got Boston. Now I mean, that's Toronto. why I just. I just, just to Let me. Four it. Want let me redo it. Let me rephrase it. I'm gonna go. Okay. Cavs one. Um, <laughs> Celtics two. Toronto three. Um. Who is my four?
0: That's why, look. <laughs> you, had, you, had, you had the Pacers at four. The Hawks at five. <laughs>
1: and I'm gonna go with the Knicks at six. Hey, y'all used the bull. Um, the Bulls miss. at we seven. We got a whiteboard
0: right here. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get y'all it about
1: football. On and at eight, I'm gonna go with the Bucks at eight. And the,
0: the Bucks at eight? Yeah. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Actually, mm-hmm. the Pistons. I'm gonna go with the Pistons at eight. I don't think the Bucks are gonna make the playoffs. I like them, but they're not. They're not the Pistons yet. They're the Pistons.
2: Yeah. I do think that for sure, based on especially after what we saw last year, that I think the Pistons are probably one of those teams that are probably back, you know, on the up and up for sure. But as far as my as far as my top four is concerned, Cleveland, obviously, Cleveland, obviously, as long as they have that LeBron guy, um, so they they're my number one. I got my number two. Mm, let's probably go maybe maybe Boston at two. I actually got uh, uh, Chicago crazy. three. Chicago three, Atlanta four, okay. Toronto five. Okay. Okay. And uh, are you mad about
0: the Celtics, uh, Rashad? It First seems like of all, y'all, y'all got
3: Boston two. Third, second of all, I skipped number two. Y'all got, you got, Akeem, you got Chicago going number three? Yeah. My biggest thing about Chicago, no, look, the, the I look, I get Chicago out
0: of the four, the top four, simply because like Way not gonna play that many minutes anyway. The, the on average, night, the team just doesn't so, go together. Yeah, no, I get it.
3: I, I don't, I don't know if you guys don't see that right now, but I, the team doesn't go together. You don't have
0: any shooters, we know. I agree. They have no shooters.
3: All right, so all right, I, get I said it. my piece.
0: Yeah, I, I still, but you're still. Wait, why you upset about the Celtics being top four? Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, C- C- okay. The
1: Celtics aren't better than the Hawks. I mean, it's not about being better. It's just about. That's 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 Include. what gets me with the regular season. It's not about necessarily who's the better team. It's yeah. about how things shake out. Like, I can see the Hawks having injuries and maybe cost them a few games or, you know, them sitting a few. I, I feel like the Celtics would put more stock in trying to have a great regular season. Oh, yeah. Hawks right, would. right, yeah, right. Because they need to get right. to that second round. That's right. a good and point. Then, that's a very good point.
3: You think about it with the Hawks, the Hawks aren't as good as I thought they could be because they don't have death at the point guard position. No. Nope. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. and then Dwight, you yeah, know, Delaney. Dwight's gonna get hurt, and then Millsap is gonna get hurt. You know, that's like, we don't know Dwight's
0: gonna get hurt. Don't say that. Well, I mean, I mean all right, we don't know. What that. I'm
1: saying, like, we when you when you make predictions and you expect the team to be up somewhere, that's that's kind of what you have to. Oh, so you have to think in. about. Okay, I mean, if you, you put that you, in you consideration. Know, you know, then,
0: Millsap
3: yeah. is gonna be out for a week or two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you now I'm worried about him, injuries happen throughout
0: the league,
1: right? And if the hearts were completely healthy, they'd be a top two or three team.
0: Well, I'm banking on that. Even if they miss a couple, even if the Mills have missed a part of the season, I think, um, I don't know, I think Dwight just brings a new dimension. They look like they're really, like we have people who are really motivated this year, and I can see it the way they've been playing so far. I don't know, like we got to get back to that top four. I think they can do it. They're pretty talented. Um,
3: Why did we cut two point guards?
0: Well, we didn't need Jared Jack. Because there's
3: the Hawks. Because they're the Hawks. We didn't need Jared Jack. There's no point. He's 33,
0: and his knees, I don't think he was right yet. I don't think he's still better. They they, they
3: need a point guard. Yeah, but
0: we need to get younger like right. we can't absolutely. Like, I can't have Jared Jack back there, and then I know will bind him. I liked Will. Well, will so I was more upset about Will than Jared because Will has he plays hard.
1: But well, Why did they sign him then? What Jared, Jared or Will? Like why? Why did they sign? I don't think guys?
0: they. I don't think they knew. Well, look, the thing is because. Because Bud has been looking at Delaney for a while, but I think he was, and he pretty much was all yeah, in sure with Delaney. Prophecy. Yeah. Okay. So, he's but I don't shooter. think they banked on Delaney playing this good. You know, he's played well, he's been pretty solid. So it's
3: not even a point guard. He's a shooter.
0: He's a shooter, yes. But in this system.
3: So you have that's one like, point that's guard. That's like Jeff Teague, but go ahead. How are we How are we going to do that? You have one point guard.
1: That, uh, that aside. Oh, well, like, no, because it. even,
0: okay, the worry about that is, and I think what you're kind of pointing at is Schroeder. Could possibly get banged up this during the season. I think he will. I mean, he's he's little, right? And he's already gotten hurt so far.
3: And, and he can't play forty-eight minutes. And he can't play. Yeah,
1: he's not good. Obviously, yeah. But I would be mm. waiting for a trade to come out soon. yeah. You think we're go- you think we're gonna make a trade, gonna a trade this season? Um, I don't. I don't know how. How soon. have
3: we not cut Mike Scott? Mike Scott, you. I need. <laughs> yeah, first of all, he's supposed to be in jail. He's supposed to be in jail like two years ago. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Se, second yeah. of all, he kept his job when he wasn't even good enough to stay on the team, on top of having that sure case looming over his head. <laughs> it's, it's
1: crazy. crazy. Why is Tim Hardaway still on the team? <laughs> on the team? <laughs> well, he's supposed to look. This is supposed to be his, Hardaway has his hard year.
3: Has Hardaway had spurts last year. Like, yep. Mike Scott hasn't shown any promise Anything. since <laughs> 2014
1: playoffs. Sunday out of games has had a spurt. you remember that I remember that yeah yeah. Yeah, he 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 killed LeBron it's possible anything's possible never heard of him I mean I I heard of him at Georgia but after that man, he just disappeared so that doesn't say anything to me
0: let's head out west man what y'all got for the west man whoever wants to start Mm. Um, Um, western top four Mm. Top five, and then we'll do the, you know do the fifth if you want, but y'all don't y'all ain't gotta do the eighth man y'all ain't gotta go. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, go, Just go to the Top five to y'all want? Warriors, want.
1: Warriors, yeah. Warriors, Warriors, and Warriors. Okay, where you okay, <laughs> go, Okay, I'm gonna go with you know at the one obviously. I don't know how they're gonna lose more than three games, but the Warriors. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Clippers at two. There you go. And uh, three, I'm gonna go with the Spurs. Uh, four, I'll say. Um, huh. Let's see. This is where it gets tricky in the West because there's like three good teams and everybody else is kind of in that middle ground. I mean, yeah, Dallas. You could. You no, could, Dallas could make that jump. I, I mean, can't. They'll can't, be in there though. I can't put Dallas up there with Harrison Grizzlies. Barnes as their star player. Yeah, I no,
0: he's and he's looking terrible preseason, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, I just can't even do that. I yeah, mean, you still got Grizzlies. You can't count them out ever. They're just gonna be there. They yeah, just, they I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna out. go with the Grizzlies at my four, and then my five will be the Timberwolves. Okay.
3: No.
0: I, look, nothing wrong with the Timberwolves. <laughs> go ahead, Shaw. You want me to go? And then yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. okay. so else can
1: the y'all can right
3: in mine.
0: Yeah, six and seven. You go. Jazz is,
1: the Jazz are going to be the surprise team this year. They're going to be up there. And the Nuggets. You know, when you you first brought that to me, or uh, earlier when we were, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, we talked about the Nuggets earlier. And then you ago. said uh, it was a couple episodes back, and you were saying you know I thought the Nuggets might be a good team. I I've kind of looked at their roster. They they are two or three deep at every position. They are. they Yeah. So they just down. don't have that guy. But yeah, that, right now same. in the West, you don't even really need that to make the playoffs. You, don't, you
0: really don't. It's not, not It's, it's kind of the West. Like you said, after that fifth spot, it's kind of open there. Um, I got Warriors, Clippers. I still like, even though I wrote down the Spurs, I'm just kind of like feel like I'm just doing it just because of based on heritage or whatever it is, like based on their history. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just, but you know, Timmy's gone. And all that, but. Portland, I got Portland side in there, and Houston at the fifth. Um, Houston? Yeah, I got Houston. Houston? I got Houston, man, uh, because what? I think James Harden this year, I think now Dan Tony this is weird, but I think he actually fits better with what Dan Tony has him doing, running the point, because James, we saw that in OKC, right? James yeah. can pass, you know, a little bit, and he's shown that this this preseason so far. that He seems pretty comfortable in this system where it's, it's, I mean, he's being more pushed towards being a all-around player. I don't know what he was with the last two coaches. Felt like he was, just thought he had to be a scorer. But I think this season he comes back and he gets them back to the to the, at least the fifth spot there. I mean, now, they're not going to miss Dwight. I don't think Dwight brought much. I don't think he – took much away from them like you know what I mean so they didn't use him enough for him to miss him so i got Houston going in the fed.
2: Houston they got a problem <laughs> Houston they going They in the got fed. a problem and the problem that they got had, a problem with me y'all every single year I ain't though, especially down. ever since especially uh-huh. ever since they got James Harden yes is that all these expectations that get put on Houston and they do not live up to it i mean last year they didn't they didn't live up to it so sure
0: not, they beat us 3-1 i can't say nothing to the clippers beat, they came back and beat us 3-1 2 years ago beat us th- beat y'all <laughs> 3-1 so, yeah.
2: but 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 still, I mean, that's a team that I was looking at was possibly going to maybe make the NBA Finals. You had them
0: in the Warriors category for the last couple of years.
2: Not the last couple of years.
0: But, but you're saying that they were they should have been elite. They should have possibly, been yeah. yeah. But yeah. they played terrible. I mean, yeah, they're they're like t- like watching them cohesiveness and is plus not they had chemistry issues
1: as well. Yeah, I mean, they, they, did, when they brought the white the white there. You know that was their talk. Right that there. was their talk. Like yeah. right there. as soon as they the got there, they kind of went to that team. Like everybody was like, okay, there's this is going to be a contender, and then it just kind of never happened. No, it never and did. then I mean, except for that one run they had when they beat the Clippers before. Yeah, and then, and then, you
3: know Eric's talking about you know they beat us when we were up three one. I mean the Pelicans could beat the Clippers in the playoffs. You know,
0: oh, I mean. I'll so knock y'all right it's, I'm it's not not, because You're going to be asleep sure the whole show. Y'all going to hear you shot I'm going to knock him out. It's, them it's, a it's a not because, because
1: they're They're just unlucky Watch in the playoffs for some reason. Like, it, every time around the playoff time, they just have a bunch they, of injuries. They
3: look at that calendar. Y'all need to get rid of all y'all calendars. <laughs> so put your phones in the box so you don't see the date when you wake up. And, you know, just tell them it's the regular season. And then they just gave all the fans free T-shirts and towels because that's the only way the Clippers going to win in the postseason.
2: Essentially, right, I guess I ain't so. hearing none of that. All <laughs> right, my, I don't
0: care about none of that. Go
3: right, ahead, Sean. my list, I wrote it down. I got the Warriors, one. The Spurs, two. The Clippers, three. Portland, four. Memphis, five. The Jazz, six. Seven, I got Dallas. <laughs> and eight, I got OKC. OKC, okay, the a spot. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I mean, do you I want to? Do oh, you want? I got six. I, I got him
0: moved up to. I got him like six or seven. They can finish. Yeah, I'm I know it's that crazy jump. I, a, I,
3: I make know make it's not a, a crazy jump, but I, make, I, I think I think six through eight is going to be separated by like a game. A game yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I okay. want to okay. make a edit. probably six through. I want to put. I want right.
1: to put uh, the OKC up in six instead of the J. I I can feel that. Yeah, I'm with you because though. I completely I forgot that. about them and. That was disrespectful to the guy. I think is going to win MVP. That was Russell, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is literally going to carry them to you, the season. I got you. you I'm with. Uh, I'm with. I'm with Jeremy on this. I don't care think, anybody uh, says. He has the green Rushbook light.
3: Westbrook is going to fight KD. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, that's on site. Yeah. That's oh. on site. That's happening on site. That's as soon as KD dabs him up. You going to turn around? Files. Yeah. Just he a couple gonna, of hard fouls. I can
1: see. I can see uh, KD trying to uh, you know walk across the court and you know shaking. Hey man. I'm...
0: That's all love, bro. Yeah, like you know. He's just Katie.
1: And, and Russell's just going to look at him. Like, get out of my <laughs> face. Yeah, that no, was I up? don't even want to talk to you.
0: Yeah, remember how Ray Allen and the uh, yeah, Kevin Garnett? Garnett. Is <laughs> oh, crazy cool. is a real
1: one. Because
3: Garnett's real. Hey, if we talk about Garnett retiring.
0: Nah, nah, we did it, but we, we should
3: have. Uh, uh, f- favorite Garnett memories, real quick. What? <laughs> let let
0: Keem Hold on, man.
3: <laughs> it's all good, man. See, shot Look, y'all, second week in a row,
0: Sha be just flipping the script on everybody. I know. King didn't even get to go for this West. You didn't uh, go for
2: your West. Yeah, I got I got my, you I got got your my West for sure You got your West Right now, I got Sha, Golden State. Course, uh, we got talk shot. At the one. Of course, Golden State at the one, uh-huh. obviously. Uh-huh. And then number two, I was sorta of torn thinking about this between Clippers and Spurs, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Clippers. I got okay. the Spurs at the three, and Portland at the four.
0: Okay, all right, we got similar. What okay. is the fascination with Portland? Well, I know you're gonna say
1: that. I know you're <laughs> gonna say that. Portland
3: is always there.
0: Yeah. But why? They're
1: always. They surprised us last over. year.
0: I yeah. mean, like There's I Portland see. Portland. And because the West is open. Portland. Let me
1: tell you something, Look, man. They got Let me tell you something Blizzard. about sports. Let me tell you something about sports. This is this is this Let's is go, real. Go. This is real. Okay. You know when the Hawks got hot two years ago? I uh, don't do that. They caught people out the surprise. Yep. Portland caught people by surprise last year. Okay, I you going. That ain't going to happen this year. Oh, see, see like, nobody it. is going to look nobody's at Nobody's putting a,
0: Look, but ain't nobody marking them on the counter like, yo, we got Portland coming in. They yeah. still just Portland. No, yes, nobody's doing that this you year. You got two
1: guys that can drop 30 on you. No, I feel Ay, that. That perks but, your ears.
0: Oh, yeah. I feel like they still feel like they're still going to play like their underdogs. I still feel like they're going to see that. So, Ay, Damian Lillard and They ain't surprised try- this year, bro. All right. They, That's call, the f- they caught a lot watch. of
1: teams sleeping last year, and they beat teams they shouldn't have beaten. Look, they added ever Turner.
0: What's you're, up? That's a game changer right ever there. Everett Turner. <laughs> yeah, I just I couldn't say. Oh that. my God! Just That's
2: ask Houston face. fans about the name Dame Liberty. Da- Dame. Yeah, Liber- there you <laughs> go. Remember that? <laughs> hey. Yep. One of Dame the Dame greatest Olive. game winners of all time. He's, he's a good exactly. ball
1: player, man, but he's not gonna. He's not. Go- he's not a Russell Westbrook, and he can't single handedly carry a team. Which yeah, he was twenty five is- last year. He had
0: all career numbers last year. Nobody hey. even gave him credit. Hey. I get it. No, I get. He's Why- miniature. You're looking for other big names. You're like, yo, who else they got?
1: He's miniature. I get it. I mean, I'm not even looking for big names. I just want guys that can fit with what they're trying to do with those two guards. I mean,
0: they got chemistry though. That, that means a lot. So going against the Warriors this year is gonna okay. be all chemistry. So they me, can't just be stars. You got to be Me, you, chemistry. Rashad, Alpha and the King.
1: Me, you, Rashad, and the King play basketball together for three years. We practice in the park mm-hmm. every day. Every day. So we gonna go out and beat an NBA team just because we got yep, chemistry.
0: Yep, definitely. I ain't backing down.
1: I ain't backing down. Alright then. Uh, well, you I'm got I'm the just, post. I'm, just, know, I'm running I'm point. I'm just gonna let you know the reality of the deal, man. It takes talent to win the NBA.
0: It does. It, uh, you uh, ain't got talent at all.
1: No, okay. they have.
0: You said they just have two guys.
1: They have Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum, and then the Plumley guys. We've
0: seen two guys carry teams in history. Nah, i like to be the second
1: guy to say that we would lose to an
3: NBA team if we practice every day for three Rashad, years. Rashad, don't do that. Nah, okay. come on, man. I mean, we all tall. <laughs> me and Rashad. Me and Rashad. Like, <laughs> me and Rashad are 6'3". Yeah, we, 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 we tall for uh, point guards. Yeah, and then
1: they they come we'll in. we play
0: small ball then. Forget it. <laughs> yeah, like, like, gonna, I mean, they bring in.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm it's 2016. They bring in Draymond I mean, Green too. as a you center, the... bro. He getting every rebound. He's 6'6". Six, but six. who? Draymond right, right. Green. Draymond Green. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they can just bring him in, and that would just, like, I mean I don't even know what I would do. I probably would just like power through it like. look like you Jerry's so like I really think like what I, <laughs> I mean do I, I I would dude, try man. to box him out. He said hey, Draymond, all oh, you sure got to do you Draymond. just got
3: you got to trap clay in the corner Because, you know, once Clay get trapped, I'm just kidding. And then Steph, no Steph. Don't worry about Steph. I got Steph on lock. Y'all, I got Steph on lock. I know how to get Steph here. So, now he's going to the hole. Hey, Steph can't even go to his left. Exactly. I'm a (laughs) (laughs) 4 They don't know
0: the secret. They don't know the secret, man. Yo, give it away. take the
3: land, man. I was talking to Jay Crowder last night. He was like, hey, bro, I got the perfect game plan. How to beat Golden State, man. (laughs) I was like, all right, Tech, give me the goods. Give me the goods. Give me the D's. But, hey, RJ got to make the team, man
0: need to make a team shout out to rj free G. RJ, G. rj hashtag, free free RJ. RJ, man. <laughs> hashtag free even RJ. if he makes a team
3: get him off the bench man yo Trade that that
0: that article you sent us yesterday was oh yeah so uh, just that's the headline, boston media yeah, just, uh, they, the, what headline. Was it? the race to the bottom yeah it was like, like, it yeah. was like
3: <laughs> but the boston celtics uh uh what is
0: it what is that one of their pages their twitter pages yeah yeah
3: and it, the headline was like the boston celtics uh race to mediocrity uh, no, it was no, like, race to the bottom. Race to the bottom. yeah, 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 race, yeah, race to the bottom. But the actual like headline was like their mediocrity <laughs> uh, adventures of James Young and R.J. Hunter. I was like, wow, for yeah, the last it's spot, shade.
0: So did we say? Wait, did we quickly? Did we say MVP? Everybody get the MVP
3: pick.
1: Uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Westbrook. I got Westbrook. I
0: don't mm-hmm. care what says. You gonna say LeBron, ain't you?
1: I mean, that's a safe pick, man. That is
0: a safe pick. That's why I ain't doing That's why he it. never wins, because he's so safe. Exactly. Like, I'm d- I don't think he can win anymore, but go ahead. I think if anybody wins on that team, it's Kyrie. But it's not LeBron. Come back to me. Okay. Kim,
2: hmm. who you got? Um, you go, we can go Blake Griffin, too. I'm, I was about to I don't, no, I, no, 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 no. Now you're bugging. Now you're bugging. Oh, I'm, I'm bugging. I'm the one. Tr- <laughs> now you're bugging. But, <laughs> but um, yeah. MVP, um, probably, probably another year LeBron. You think Damn. LeBron?
0: Okay, I guess. Yeah, I, mean. I mean,
2: I can see that he has something to prove. Like he, he
0: does he though?
2: I mean,
1: you, Golden State when it got four of the best players on the planet. Like I don't think he LeBron's said that. You he heard him say that?
0: Them. He said that they got it just to beat me. He says I know people are forming teams to beat me, and he's right because people are scared of him. KD was so scared of him. Like, I'm gonna go join the like the monsters. I, mean, I feel
1: like he just like I'm just gonna come out and I'm gonna show them who's king. That's but right. <laughs> I, I think Russell Westbrook's got the attitude too. So yeah. And I don't really see nobody stopping him this year because he's gonna have so much venom in his veins, man. It's gonna be ugly.
0: Yo, you got, you got your MVP? You got it, Eric. Already? What you said? I already said my. I said Westbrook. He said, he said Westbrook. Oh, you said Westbrook. Yeah, don't man. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Both, He said King James though. King. King James. King on the King James.
3: Mm. Dog. MVP is Howard. one of the, the toughest things to predict. I think Dwight Howard could get defensive <laughs> player of the year. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> Wait, what
1: happened? What's I, wrong I, I, with that? I thought he was. I thought I, I, he was going to say Dwight Howard to be MVP player of the MVP man. I was going to run a lap, man.
3: I probably <laughs> nah. he uh, thought defensive, yeah, defensive player. All right, so, okay. so, player. woo, Paul George. Okay. I think wow. Paul, I, think I like Paul that. George. I mean, that's not really. With MVP,
0: you he, play like it for a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. With, with,
3: with yeah. The MVP, you have to think of someone that that no one is really like really thinking of. But Kawhi, yeah. in the conversation, and it's a it's a possibility.
1: Thank you. I, I don't know if Kawhi has it. I so. don't know, man. Kawhi, know Kawhi, Kawhi literally, like he might have one of those years, man. He's twenty six, eight, and four. whatever it
0: is. Oh, yeah, 26, yeah. Eight, 26, eight. Yeah, I can see that. No, I can see yeah, that. I can see it. He has more – yeah, he's definitely more, like, freedom now. I mean, it's his our, team. Oh, yeah. When That's when I'm wrong why, wrong I don't know if they're going to be top four, but I'm still like – it's all, this is Kawhi's team. I don't think this is Allridge's team. I he know was Kawhi,
2: obscured, yeah. of course, because when the Spurs had Duncan, Ginobili, Parker. But, yeah, they're, they're his team, and yeah. he's one of the best players in the league. Top is, five. I think he's Top five?
3: Yeah, yeah I, do. I do too. I, I, think, I, I think. Oh, because both, both ends. Yeah. I think when when people, game, I still need to see when, when people when uh, expect something from Kawhi, like that's when he shrinks. Yeah, and, and no one uh, really talks yeah. about it because yeah. he's so quiet. Yeah, yep. but he really he shrunk like, last he, year. Yeah, he You're shrinks right. in but Drake that's his moments. personality. I You're mean, right. He don't they like don't get the All Star game. Even
0: he was just trying to chilling. Yeah, he was out yeah. there just.
3: So I mean, that that's just my piece about. Kawhi. Yeah. I agree game.
1: with you, Rashad. That's why I think Russ is going to win it. But I mean, not well even the all-star game. Okay, okay.
3: the playoffs. The, the playoffs.
1: playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, true.
0: All right, well, we got our NBA prediction. Season starts Tuesday, man. Um, that's going to be a good game. Chicago. No, I'm sorry, not Chicago. The Knicks and the Cavaliers play the first game, if I'm not correct. That's not yeah. going to be a good that's game. That's going to be. Uh, Derrick Rose back. Uh, we'll talk about that later. A good blowout. Yeah. Yo, the WNBA Finals just ended in dramatic fashion. Akeem, man, I know, Akeem's our WNBA guy and everything. Oh, what you think? What you think about that? Um, finally, Candace Parker can getting that first ring.
2: Oh yeah, I mean that was that was that was great to watch. I mean, you know, you know, it's one of those things. Where you always want to see great players get their first championship, mm-hmm. and you know when she, you know when she got it, especially you know especially after earlier this year has been an emotional year for her, you know being left off of the Olympic team, you know the the passing of Pat Summit, so getting you know getting that was great for her, and then she said in the, and then she said immediately in the post game interview uh, with Holly Rowe, this is for Pat, yep. this is for Pat, she yep. choked up and definitely uh, so so absolutely that was you big. know yeah. yeah, um, yeah. That All props cool. to her for sure, but like you said, it ended in really dramatic fashion because, and it's a it's a little bit of a controversy. In fact, it's a huge controversy by WNBA standards, because the because the fact that it was decided by one point and there was a shot earlier in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, but earlier prior to the end of the game, um, the Sparks Neka agwumake hit a two point jumper. With about one and change left to, left remaining, but it shouldn't have counted because they should have reviewed it because it, you can clearly no, see she I saw she that didn't when they slowed it off. down,
0: it was the red light went off. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was. She did not get that off at she all. She didn't get off. Yeah. Get at all. She off. caught the ball with a second left. I was like, there's exactly. no way you could turn around, do a fadeaway pose. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, no, and ironically, she she, no and
2: ironically, Neko Gwomake, who won WNBA MVP this mm-hmm. year, hits the game winner.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. I I didn't think. See. I don't know how they do it there, but do you supposed to stop the game? You said that you stop the game and you review it right then and there, or do you wait, like, how long does it take for them to usually
2: review? Because um, it makes
0: no sense. Like I thought when the announcer kept saying, Oh, we gotta review this, I was like, All right, they're just gonna call timeout. And they never did. I was like, they just let it ran through. So I was like Yeah, they just that made no sense,
2: yeah. And if I remember correctly, I think if I remember correctly, I think the Lynx coach, Cheryl Reeve, I think was trying to call timeout in the uh, hopes that they would have Reviewing. more time to review yeah. because clearly that shot shouldn't have counted.
4: Yeah,
0: that shouldn't have. No, not even close, man. That was, I mean, but all, even okay. So, even if she didn't make that, what they would have been down, yeah, if the they would have ended up down two. They would because that shot put them up two, so they, they would have been, oh, been tied at 71. 71, 71, yeah. That's it. Damn, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, Candace Parker and her and Maya Moore were going at it pretty much the entire series. I think Maya Moore had that 31 point game, I think it was like game yeah. four or whatever. And mm-hmm. I saw her highlights, she was. That, she and then for them to be both of them like look at how efficient they were too like that was a epic that's what we talked about last week like right. we need two heavyweights going at it and they
2: gave us that that was a fun series um, and the great part about it was the fact that Candace was was really able to rebound from you know from game four where she kind of struggled yeah. that was really this that was really the nucleus of Minnesota's game plan we felt if we stop Candace Parker yeah. we stop we stop L A. but Candace Parker goes off they win. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And she had 28 points and she won finals MVP. Oof. All in one. Go ahead.
1: I mean, I think, you know, the whole series was, was great series. You know, it's basketball. Um, I really think, you know, that was, that that series was a huge lift for the league because, Mm -hmm. you know, I think going into next year now, they have something to, you know, hype up, something to promote. I mean, now you have, I mean, before coming into the year, I just assumed that Minnesota was going to win the championship Mm -hmm. again. And, I wasn't really interested. I mean, I honestly, just yeah. you know, I wasn't really interested. But sound like the NBA season. Yeah, I mean, I just <laughs> kind of figured, you know, the Lynx have won this many times; they're gonna keep winning. They yep. have, you know, a couple of the best players in the world. I mean, there's no reason for them to be challenged. Mm-hmm. But you know, Candace Parker, you know, her winning a championship was like, you know, when when LeBron finally got his. You know, it was just kind of because she's such a she's such a great player. Yeah, and, great. and she got left off the Olympic team, which was I thought was very. Was wrong. I, mean, oh, I don't know how you leave her, off, yeah. but you know, her getting a championship and the emotion she showed like that, that definitely is going to resonate with people when they think about the WNBA. Like how yeah. much these players actually care. Like it's yeah. not. I guess they people kind of get the perception that the WNBA is kind of you know is that it's like a second fiddle to even the international game because they mm-hmm. they get more money playing over there than they do in the WNBA. Yep. So. She was playing, and
0: she was playing in Russia. I think she plays in Russia, actually. Right. So, I, I like that, too. What you're saying is that commitment, man. Like, these, they play in two different totally leagues, international. The sacrifice they got to make. So, for her, that emotion was just, like, years of... I just didn't... Look, honestly, I did not know she hasn't won one because I was like... When I saw Brittany Griner won one before her, I was like, dog, something's wrong here. I was, she, like, I was like, that's crazy. I did career, not know man. that. Yeah. And I was like, Kansas Parker's been a beast forever, so uh that was great seeing her finally finally get that championship ring man and seeing magic johnson there kobe was at the game uh lou will they showed him at one of the one of the games i think that was game the last game in the sparks i don't know if that was game four or whatever but um you see the support now for nba players more and more so that's cool man that was an exciting game mm-hmm.
3: yeah exciting. man i'm i think uh <clears throat> excuse me excuse me the WNBA did they, they, they did their part you know and uh Making sure we had a finish like this because obviously during the entire regular season, the best two teams were the Sparks and the Lynx. So, But they're both in the West. So what they did was they changed the entire formatting of the playoffs to where it was like, you know, the best teams, period, and not just conferences. And then you have the chance to have a finals like the one we did have. Um, how, how do you pronounce the, the MVP's name?
2: Yo. Neka Owmake. Okay. Ne, got it. Ne, ne, Neka Womake. Neka
3: Owmake, because I can I can never pronounce her name right, but um she's like I think that's a great story that, that's kinda like being overshadowed by mainstream media just because Candace Parker is, you know, Candace Parker and we've known her since at least two thousand three. So, you know, I mean, I remember mean, hearing about her when she was in middle school. That's right, right, right. And then that, that dunk contest she did, that uh, that's my first memory of Candace Parker. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's great for the league, great for the game. And I'm glad we get to talk about it. And it, it took so many headlines. You know, even the shot clock violation thing got some headlines and stuff. So I'm just great that the, the league is getting the attention it deserves. Like I said, I watch the WNBA just because I love basketball. So, yeah, that's it.
0: Yo, so yeah, WNBA finals, that was a really exciting one. Uh, next year should have a lot of buildup, like Jeremy was saying. Um, hopefully, we get to talk about it more, shine some more light on them. Um, next subject, let's get into Birth of a Nation, man. Um, did everybody see it, or everybody? did everybody feel about the, the movie? Or I not, haven't seen, you haven't it, seen yet. it yet. Um,
2: I haven't seen it yet. You haven't
0: seen it yet either? Okay. I haven't well, seen it yet,
2: heard of it, but haven't seen it.
0: No, nah, I mean, well, for y'all heard about all the you know, the controversy around it and then it only going forth in the box office. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, honestly uh, I, damn, yeah. I've been
1: kind of wanting to know what was up because, you know, I hadn't seen the movie and I really heard a lot of hype of it coming in and now once it was out, like I hadn't heard anything like really positive or like something that would make me be like I have to see this movie. I mean, I want to see the movie, you know, being a young African American man, I want to see, you know, see what's going on, but I'm really the hype that hadn't really lived up, so I'm, I'm kind of wondering what's going on. You know, Akeem, you said you've seen it? I th- I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Eric, I know yeah, you said yeah, you've seen it, seen so, it, yeah. um, I mean, just kind of tell me. Yeah, know. I
0: mean, no, it was good. It was, um the thing about it was I, I think Nate didn't do a good job of promoting it, Um and I don't think he connected with youth. I don't think he ever did.
3: He went yeah. on Breakfast Club.
0: He went on Breakfast, Club and he talked about it then. But by that point, the movie's about to release the next day. Um, you have to get people involved early. You have to build up hype. He didn't Especially build up Especially a movie like that. Yeah, you uh, got to build that's up That's supposed steam.
1: to be a groundbreaking. I'm gonna win awards, like a career change exactly. type movie. And yeah, it, it kind of like.
0: Did you it, feel it? Even like, even though, okay, I haven't seen it, but that, which is probably a good thing, so you can kind of look at it from, like, what not being intrigued enough to want to watch it, or just. Not feeling like all right. This is just another movie. It, yeah, it didn't I, stand out to you enough. I, which is on Nate. Yeah, yeah I definitely didn't
1: have. I definitely didn't get that hype behind. It. And, and and honestly, the first time I had honestly heard about the movie is when we talked about you know his case. Yeah, that was the first I had heard of the movie, and it was see, apparently see. this was supposed to be some big, yeah, career changing movie. And I really liked him as an actor. One. Yeah, and it, and, and it just kind of was like that's I what it,
0: that's what hurt him. Like like what you just said. Yeah, like, people find out about the case before him. And it's like, all right, well, I'm definitely not watching this. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and that was it. He was like, yo. So, and so you could see him in the interviews up to that point just kind of begging people pretty much to come see it. In a way, if you read between, you know, like his the emotions that you know he was speaking with, even at 60 Minutes and Breakfast Club and whatnot, um, Good Morning America, like he was just kind of, trying to urge people on it's like by that point people don't want to feel like you're begging them to go watch something i should feel like i'm eager to like i can't wait to go see this i didn't get that you know he wasn't and you know the interviews he's done before he did one with 60 minutes and i think that was what hurt him the most if you guys seen it it was him being very like he just wasn't apologizing for the case and what happened transpired wasn't being accountable right so people took that as you being defensive Okay, I'm not gonna go see this dude who, who he has no, he's done no wrong. Even though we've all know, we've all read it, what happened. He knows that it was, it did occur, but you know he's trying to say it's consensual, whatnev- You know, it's kind of the Derek Rose thing here. But after that happened, I mean, you you lost a huge chunk of viewers. Like that just wasn't gonna happen. And and I and I hate I get on Twitter and then I see people talking about all the all black women ruined his uh his his sales that black women are the reason why nobody wants to go see it and what to me it's just like well i mean even if they did say 100 percent of all the black women in america went and it still didn't do well then what would y'all say then you know stop pointing fingers man that made no you know that made no sense to me they people had woody allen like woody allen married his stepdaughter right? He, didn't he marry his stepdaughter yeah, some crazy? Yeah, I think so. He some, did. Married something
3: along those, those lines. lines.
0: Yeah, and people still supported him in that way. And
3: Morgan
1: Freeman did something like that too, right?
0: Morgan Freeman, yeah. yeah. Morgan
3: Freeman did something like that? Yes, he, he married like his, his granddaughter, his, right? His grand, grand, step, step step grand step-granddaughter. Granddaughter. You know what I mean? What's so, wrong with Morgan Freeman, Yeah,
1: man? I'm just out here come, come, crying.
3: Come <laughs> get your
1: <mans>. Somebody <laughs> <Morgan Freeman> And <laughs> why
3: <laughs> he Jesus? I'm yeah, he was Jesus. Come on, man. Mar- oh, yeah, he was Jesus. He played God and you yeah. Come on, man. I'm nah. So it's manners. like
0: people expecting, I don't know, expectations for these directors and whatnot. I, I can understand why, if you are a woman watching it, you don't want to go, well, not watching it, but you don't want to go watch it. I'm right. cool with it. Completely understand. Yeah, uh, right. Like, I'm not, but at the same time, as an art film, in defense, if I try to defend Nate, which I'm not trying to, but. If I, if I did, it's, like, you got to kind of separate the two. Because in that case, man, there's so many of these actors, and
2: right. I, I'm I think, not going to go support because, I, like, if I, he did I, this. I think we
3: talked about this before, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Or, or I talked, okay, all right, yeah. How, how you have to separate, I'll let King go.
2: In, in, in thing, the thing about it is there are... Still, people out there that are supporting movies that Mel Gibson is involved in, and yeah. we know after listening to so many of those of those Mel Gibson tapes, him going him going off and him just going crazy, yeah. we found out exactly who he you know really just is. exactly yeah. like who he really is, you know, when the cameras on on him. So that's funny you bring it up real quick though because he I read that he got help
0: from Mel Gibson on this film as far as like he used inspiration from Braveheart because it's kind of same similar yeah some stories mm. on it so that's crazy thing, but right. go ahead yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so it is you know it is one of those issues where i think we may have been talking about this maybe when we were talking about chris brown as far as separating the art uh, separating the artist from you know what he or she actually you know is it's like a lot of people out there a lot of celebrities we may love their movies and we may love their you know what they do but sometimes you know it's you know sometimes we don't necessarily know them and it's sort of a it's sort of a double-edged sword in terms of, you know, just exactly what it is that you're willing to tolerate. And when you say that, okay, this is, you know, this, yeah.
0: Yeah, if he was, like, if, and the thing is, like, if he continued to, if this was very recent, more even recent, and he was still, you know, even though I know his 60-minute interview was terrible, but I think if it was even more recent, I could I could see it being even more condemning. Uh, I know he was a lot younger. He was 19 when the case happened. And I don't want to make... There's no excuses for what he did at all because it was really disgusting. But it was... I think even more... I think it would have hit home more um, for a lot of people who even want to go watch it if it happened more recent. I think a lot of people try to take it as he was just a young dude who acted as young men did. And that's the problem we have in this society period is that, that patriarchal society how we get away with stuff. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not... I wasn't going back to the film though um, when i watched it it took a while for me to dissect it and and what he didn't do right in the movie and what he did obviously he got flack for not being 100% accurate when you guys see it it which to me doesn't matter because a lot of films aren't 100% accurate that really doesn't make a difference but um, i think he he kind of short he kind of shortened us a little bit i think there could have been more he could have delved into in this movie it was a lot of it he spent too much time uh, focusing on just the childhood which I know is important, but I think it got too long. And at, at some point it kind of gets drawn out. You're waiting for something to finally happen. Um, parts of that, I think even the female roles in it, he could have kind of predict, he could have did a better job of giving them a more ex, like expanded role. They were just the usual uh, female victims, slaves, who we know actually that wasn't always the case that a lot of female slaves actually fought and participated. So I think he could have done better on that. Um, but the biggest, I will say this, the biggest moment in it, and I think you guys, once you see it, will be the, there, I don't want to ruin it, but I guess it, there's a part of it where he's, Nina Simone's song called Strange Fruit, I think Kanye sampled
3: it, everybody yeah, kind of Blood knows on it. the Leaves.
0: Yeah, Blood on the Leaves. He plays that during, uh, towards the end one, the capture, after the capturing,
3: and- Wait, hold on, I'm sorry, before you continue, I don't think Nina Simone did that first.
0: She- well, I mean, when I looked it up, it says her song though.
3: I think it... Strange, I, it's
0: called "Strange Fruit," though. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I think it's from like the twenties, like. Really, I love Fitzgerald. Nah, or, okay. Or someone like that did it first.
0: Did it first, and then she did a well. Hers is like, a lot I would more. I guess so. Yeah. Okay.
3: Because wow. Nina, Nina Simone's like the '50s, '60s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah later so, on. Yeah. Okay.
0: Wow. Um, her version of it was he played in this movie, and they showed they played that song while they show the hanging of children and other people after the capturing happened of men women children um and they playing that song and it's kind of just like a quietness like the whole movie there we were it's just like a complete like damn you know, like moment like that was the most impactful moment to me throughout um but it's a good movie i hope people would check it out
3: um can i get my two cents real quick mm-hmm, go ahead. all right so the, the reason why i didn't watch birth of the nation is it has nothing to do with nate parker It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with that i wasn't interested it was like you know snoop he came out and he said earlier You know that he was just tired of slave movies and tv shows and uh, i mean i fall under the same boat now i understand you have to understand your history and know your history to to move forward as a society and to come together as a community and you know have progress in the black community quote unquote but i mean the thing with me is just i'm I'm tired of seeing us in that light i feel like black actors don't really get the opportunities they deserve unless they're playing a slave or a stereotypical blackface character. Unless you're talking about, I mean, 2016, there's been some uh, exceptions with, like, just a lot of black shows, Luke Cage and uh, Atlanta and Blackish, uh, among others. Yeah, yeah. That's but, you know, the, the other ones, you know, it's just, like, Scandal. Kerry Washington's playing a stereotypical role of uh, kind of a Jezebel. And so How to Get Away with Murder You know, a, a lot of people see a lot of people see that and they're like, oh, yeah, black woman, the lead role. Yes, she's in power. But look how they got there. They slept their way to the top. And it's like, oh, so you're saying black women can't have power unless they sleep? So it's like, it's it's a much deeper conversation. I'm just tired of seeing slave movies and slave TV shows. Yeah. I really didn't want to watch Underground. I was with my family when we started watching it. We ended up watching the whole first season and I got into it about the third episode. It's a really good show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I'm just tired of slave movies. So that's my two
1: cents. I can respect I was, that. Yeah, nah, it I right, respect it. A, You brought up a good point, man. About, you know, as far as, you know, I noticed that movies with African American actors they don't really like Nate Parker was expected to win a lot of war, awards with this movie but you know if they were to have been in say straight out of Compton right that movie was good enough to have earned some kind of recognition. Uh, yeah, yeah. More well, than what well, it got. Well, What
3: was the last critically acclaimed black film? It was probably that's, 12 Years of Slave. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like,
1: every every movie, I, that's why I agree with you. Every movie has something to do with, you know, it has to be in that light. Right. Because like the Oscars but, them, that, people are like was, they eat that stuff yeah, up. They, that, they see it get get oh, cry, he's they such a great actor now. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Even then, Django. A, a few years, yeah. Yep. Django, yep.
3: Django, The Help. A few years before that, remember Precious? Precious, Where you're talking about black people that can't even get out the projects. It's, I'm no, that, tired. It's I'm a tired fan, that, Yeah, it, they and they fantasize gotta, over that. You though.
1: make a great thank point, man. Like you can't him. you can't get a you can't get a movie about a young black millionaire who just worked hard and.
3: Holly Berry got one. What she got one Academy Award, yeah. and that was for Monster Bar when, yeah. when, oh, she, had, yeah. when she, she had the, the, the longest yeah. non-pornographic
1: sex scene uh-huh. ever. Yeah, that's yeah. the only time she gets an award. Yeah, I, Holly Berry. Holly Berry, and she's a great actress. So I mean, I, I agree right. with you, Rashad. I didn't even think about it like that, but that's a great point. No,
0: yeah, this yeah, those things are. Are very evident, like as far as which what, what you're hitting on is just like having to be the victim role all the time in it, and then mm-hmm. they get and then you have people who get on and get mad and saying, argue with people that are like, oh, well, black people are always playing the victim and all this. Like, no, no, no. Well, we're talking about our history first of all, and we're even talking about. I mean, we know what's going on now with stuff, so nobody's playing victim role, but there there's reasons why it these movies can get implanted in people's head that we're always just victims. So, you right. know what I mean? Like, and I, I love what y'all said, man. That's that's right on the nail. It's just the movies you look in the past, that one. I mean, and after that, I hate for the actors is just getting typecast. That's it right. after, I mean, they make that movie and then people see them later. It's like, you see, you know... Um, I'm sorry, the girl from Twelve Years a Slave. Where am I forgetting her name right now? I mean, even uh, the girl from uh, Precious, uh, man. I, I know who Luke, talking uh, about Lupita. Uh, yeah, Lupita. Yeah. yeah, even Lupita from After This. And Yeah, and Precious. Yeah, that's like that's, that's yeah. what
1: she is. Like on Empire, that's that's, that's the girl from Precious. From Precious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I actually. I mean, she's probably good. It's not on purpose. She's a great actress. I mean, yeah. it's not on purpose, but that's, I really don't know her name. I I, I haven't <laughs> taken the time to go yeah, and really search her name. It, but most people like like I'm saying, most people who just kind of casually watch television or casually watch movies they wouldn't know this stuff they wouldn't Mm -hmm. go look for her name like they would just know oh she was in precious yep that's it and they would see her as that character so
0: so yeah yeah i mean um i I love that we gotta we definitely gotta dive into that discussion even more going forward i like that just talking about the movie industry as a whole and is i always think i argue with somebody about this like months ago but i just think you know you need more of those writers um producers and all that of of our you know our skin color absolutely you know i mean like those are people behind the scenes that's really going to get pushing and telling different stories which is why i love michael b jordan because that's what he's trying to do i think he just ups he just signed with i forgot what partnership he he agreed to with a film company but he's going to be able to have control over doing that alone you know being able to to hire you know have his own stories told like what he wants to do what he wants to put out and who he wants to write for uh, who he wants to write for him. So I think that's great. Like, we got to have more control over, like, our, this. you know, this is our art. Hey, you know, line, Yo, that
1: guy, he's the next in line, man. He's, Yo, Michael B. Oh, yeah. He's, hey, you know, terrific. there was, you know, terrific. Denzel and you had Will. Michael, Michael B. He's next. I'm with that. I for mean, sure. Kevin, we thought Kevin Hart was going to be next, but he's he <laughs> kind of tailed off. But he he's he's kind of done that kind of taking that kind of role. He's,
0: somebody says that Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart said he can do a serious role, like a serious movie, like
2: a. I
3: couldn't see him. Serious. I couldn't see him, he says he can do it.
2: No. I couldn't see him. He might be be, capable. When when
3: Steve Carell started doing serious roles, and Steve Carell is the goofiest character ever as Michael Scott. Yeah, that's true. Michael Scott. Scott, If if Michael Scott can do serious roles, then, hey, I'm not counting anyone out. No, for sure. Even though I didn't watch those serious Because I'll probably be laughing the entire time. That these (laughs) because
2: we still think of them as comedians, and we're always like, even in like an uber serious movie, we're still uh, we're still looking for them to like drop that one line of comic relief that gets them back to, I guess, who most people know them as to who they truly are. And as far as what you were saying is Michael B. Jordan, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure all of us have already seen Creed. Oh yeah, great movie by the way. Oh yeah, Fruitvale Station Station as well. But um, but yeah, like you were saying, you know, like we were saying earlier it really is important to have more of those, like, because people talk all the time about, you know, black actors and, you know, you know, people of color who are actors and that's great, but the, the perception will change more so when you have more people of color mm-hmm. behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, yeah, com- completely. And I, and when I, the funny thing is when I had that argument, the person uh, opposed me, I would not. Name who they are because they don't deserve that. Um, <laughs> but they were just trying to say that, no, that's not it. We we need to ourselves put ourselves in and I guess better be a little bit more diverse in our capabilities as actors. And I said, that makes no sense. She was trying to see was her point was that we're not diverse enough as far as what we can do in different roles. As maybe other races are, and I was very, I was very, I was very pissed I, I, off. I think
3: a lot of times when, when we're fed something since like we were born, what, we don't think about it. Exactly. Like you really don't think. Like I don't think Kerry Washington realizes that her role is a bit, you know, like okay, hmm, let me think about how I, I'm sleeping with all the white men yeah. to get to the top to be the star <laughs> That's of the show. You don't watch it, man. You, you don't yeah. think about that, yeah. you know? Like I mean, That's you really trash. need someone to point that
1: out to you to realize. This is kind of stereotypical. But then you got young, uh, you know, young black girls looking at that and thinking that's power. That yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly. Exactly. That just yeah, it's
0: just starting a cycle all over exactly. again. They try exactly. to defend her by saying she's empowering herself, but she—I mean—I don't watch the show enough, but I don't either. Yeah, I, I, I don't, watch the, I, I don't watch the show at all. I've seen, <laughs> <it> <laughs> <But> I've seen <laughs> a few episodes of Scandal. Yeah, it's yeah. the premise is set. You know, you know, it's going to be from here on out what she's done or what she—even if she stopped whatever she's done to get to this point, we know what she's. People got. will always yeah. think
2: of her as Olivia that. Pope sleeping. with with president fitzgerald there you go
0: <laughs> that's it that's it <laughs> label hashtag you get you get labeled that. so uh birth of a nation yeah for sure and and i think we should next episode man let's talk about more of this even the industry is pretty cool um uh let's talk about the josh brown and derrick rose happening this weekend with both of their cases well not even the case. i guess josh brown hasn't been in a case yet but he needs to be um needs to be on trial actually Derek Rose, Josh Brown. Uh, first, let's get to Josh Brown and how the NFL handled this. Um, what did you guys? when we because we talked about Josh Brown a couple episodes ago, right? And I think
3: then we were we saying called him John Brown. That was my fault. Called, sorry,
0: guys. <laughs> well, look, he's John Brown now. It don't, don't, it don't <laughs> matter who he is now. He. We talked about all the um, incidents he had with his wife. The police coming over twenty times. Her having hand uh, marks on her her arm. I remember reading that. Um, and even now, it, reading that the Pro Bowl last year, apparently, you you read that? Yeah, okay, I, I'm sure we all read that the NFL security had to step in and move her to a different hotel room just to protect him from her. And to me, and then that, yeah, exactly. And then months later, they signed him to an extension, which we talked also talked about that last episode, a couple episodes ago, was them signing him to extension, and then having the support from the head coach that we would uh, we're going to support our guy, and they were pretty much um, insensitive to the whole case throughout because they knew this, was, this case has been this, this case has been ongoing for a good minute here, and they've known well about it. They said they couldn't get the papers from the sheriff county. The sheriff said that was a lie that that's not true they, but at the same time, the NFL had people calling in, in and out and they said that hey, we couldn't get a hold of the papers blah blah blah, this is not our fault. this is on the sheriff. He debunked that, said it's not true, and here we are. Now, I don't believe the NFL, to be honest, but that's just, you know, that's just oh, how I feel. Go oh, ahead, Jeremy.
1: Hold on a minute, man. Yeah. So, you mean to tell me the NFL knew this man was beating his wife, yep. and they they protect, not, they moved her to another room, and then they still acted like they didn't know what happened? Yep. Get um. Yep. So, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, so, you get a video of Ray Rice, and you pretend like you don't know anything about that. Yep. Get um So, you cover that up. This man never plays again, okay? He no. does his suspension. He's done. He's yeah. never play he never plays again. Nope. This man, you know about what happened. Cover it up for him. Yep. And then you allow him to play. Yes. And only when Get people on. discover what happens truly, do you say, Oh, okay, now we need to never do something. Mind. Uh-huh. That's disgusting. Yeah. Roger Goodell, you're a hypocrite. That's <laughs> I don't Call I don't about. I'm, about. I'm I'm done, man. Like that's terrible. No, it it is. Greg Hardy hasn't played. He doesn't deserve to play. No, he doesn't. But the point is, if you're gonna treat Josh Brown like this, and you know he's got a golden egg in his pocket or something, why does the rest of the athletes have to be have have you know be ridiculed and and have harsh punishment put upon them? I don't. Hey. deal yeah. If it, if yeah. you're gonna have a certain treatment of somebody, treat everybody equally. But that's <laughs> not my point. And
0: don't forget, and don't forget, even when. Uh, Damn, you killed killed that. But even when (laughs) Jerry Jones, uh, when Greg Hardy went through a situation, and when, okay, even when the videos came out and pictures of Greg Hardy, not videos, but just pictures for Greg Hardy came out, Jerry Jones still backed him and said that that was our guy. We're going to support him there. Um, And when Ray Rice had his issue, his teammates also came out in support of him. Look, man, I don't mind if you feel the need to have – your, if you have your friend or your brother, if you want to have his back, it's different having a back and holding them accountable. Or and because the face of the league, him. yeah, you're an yeah, it's fine. It's like that's my friend. I forgot the uh, Steve Weatherford or whoever the guy was who came out and said that's my friend. The punter. Uh yeah, he that's my friend, and we shouldn't. He always he already apologized. Why? What's the point of us still getting on him? No, anymore? bro, bro. I was like, shut up, dude. If,
1: if one of y'all, if I find out one of y- like y'all like my brothers, man, we we come on this show, we we've known each other for years, bro. If, if I if I find out one of y'all has beaten up a woman or y'all beating up y'all girlfriend, bro, we are gonna have problems. Yeah, you gonna swing, there's right? gonna be problems between me go. and you. Yeah. and I'm gonna be f- up front with you about. It. I'm gonna tell you to your face I have a problem with you though yeah. and I may actually step in and defend her.
0: There you go. And, y- no. and y'all
1: like my brothers. Like that's like there all of this, you know, talk about, you know, that's my friend, that's disgusting also. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Don't say anything. If you ain't got nothing good to say shut up. <laughs> no, Victor real. Cruz, you shut up too. Like Oh my God. Like, and shout brought him up
0: about hey, what he did, his flip flopping. Yeah.
1: Man, this is this is ridiculous, man. This man They don't want defended. to because
0: they don't want they feel like at this issue to them is a it's just a personal thing. No. So that's how they trying to be, oh he just like like what, whoever brought it up said it's just he has a mental illness. Uh, um, uh, 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 what's the guy? I'm sorry with with Colin Coward.
1: Um, uh, oh Jason Whitlock.
0: Jason Whitlock. I remember, yes, Jason Whitlock saying he has a mental illness that also plays a role in this. People are trying to you know give him reason excuses that never that should never. But yeah, Vontae's
1: Burfict gets called a dirty player. So. So you may tell me a kicker has mental illness and you know it's excused and oh it's okay, but then Vontez Burfict, who plays linebacker, and probably actually has something going on upstairs. Mm-hmm. Nothing. He's evil. Yeah. I Nothing. mean, he hasn't been. I've. The, the on the face of the
0: league has already. Been, I'm sorry. The face of the league for domestic violence has already been painted. Years ago. Exactly. It's, it's a black man. All right. Exactly. Period. That's it. This solid. And if it doesn't go with that, then it doesn't go protocol. They don't want, they don't care. Exactly. But the picture has been painted, my dude. It's been set in stone. That's not going to change, man. It doesn't matter how many other these, uh, anybody outside of the black race that commits these type of crimes. It doesn't matter, man. It's in it's set in stone. This man so, should yeah.
1: never get another chance.
0: Nah, he didn't. He, well, he's been they suspended for what? A game? And then they finally gave him put him on the exempt yeah, list. He, and he's, yeah.
1: I never want to see him in the NFL again. Nope. I, just, I mean, I, 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 don't, I haven't seen Ray Rice. So, I don't want to see Josh Brown. Hey. hey.
0: No, and Sean, you brought up this uh, about the Victor uh, Cruz.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Victor Cruz has a
3: history of domestic violence. So, uh, the same Victor Cruz that criticized uh, Kaepernick for uh, his peaceful – for for kneeling during the national anthem and sitting down during the national anthem. uh, Previous woman beater is standing up for his friend, woman beater, and then uh, said, hey, man, I just want to – you know, that's my teammate, that's my friend. I just want to stand through him through these tough times, you know, be there and support for him. And then he later tweeted, hey, by no means necessary was I standing up for domestic violence. Well, what were you doing, sir?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Come on now.
2: What sir. are you thinking? I'm trying to have it both ways, trying to play both sides of the fence, trying to have the cake and eat it too. Nope. You can't it. Hey, you can't if
1: you know it. what's best for your friend, man, don't, don't play. If you know they wrong, man, don't play their side. The, they the thing that's, 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 that's the craziest part
3: is. about it, Jeremy touched on it a little bit. I done heard more about uh Vontez Burfick and Odell Beckham Jr. being crazy on the field than I done heard about this man beating his wife off the field. There you go. We know this man beat his wife off the field. Then we found out more details about this man beat and how the NFL knew for months before they even Yep. Come yep. on, man. Come
0: nah, on, it's, bro. Nah, and it's and it's gone on for it's gone on for quite some time here where this case, this case alone. Has been drawn out like you were saying for months.
3: He called his wife his slave. Yeah, your, your your wife is supposed to be your queen. Your wife is supposed to be everything to you. You're supposed to honor your wife. Nah,
0: not with him. And I, and the dudes who who are like you said are supporting of it or whatever they're they're trying to back or they're they're looking more at you know this just being a personal issue. They're not. They they don't care about any of those factors. What you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like they don't care about any of those factors. It doesn't matter if it's if this is about him and oh he's just our boy and we're going to hey, support
1: him whenever they're he they're needs they're to go they're going they're further. Yeah. Hey, they ain't his boys, man, because if they did, they let him know. Right.
2: That's what I don't get sometimes about some of these players that go ahead and defend What if that was your mother? What exactly. if that was your sister? What if that was your daughter? What if that was your niece? What if that was someone in your family who suffered, who was going through the same exact stuff that Josh Brown put this woman through? What if that was someone who was close to you? Because if it was someone... That w- if it was someone that was close to me, I'd be in sheer tears, yeah. and I wouldn't want to. And and Lord no. knows, I wouldn't want. To, I wouldn't want anything to do with that
0: guy. Nope, no, no, no. Just separate yourself completely. I, I wish they would start doing that. From I mean, it's not going to happen from here on out because it's just apparently this is. I for me, it just falls into that whole bro code thing. You know, it's a brother. I mean, so whatever does, you do does, is, you know, you just support your boy no matter what. Doesn't it seem
1: like an NFL thing though? Like where it's kind of like, you know, nobody will speak out against their teammate. Like it's, I mean, I understand, you know, right. we play on this team and your brother it's a brotherhood. But you know, sometimes your brother's wrong and you have to let him know. Like, I mean, that like this is the whole NFL. Nobody wants to speak on anything controversial, and then when somebody
2: does, like they become a villain and they're out of the league. An elderly,
0: completely, completely.
2: And completely, some an fans can be a little bit controversial as as well because I remember. I remember that there were um, that there were Baltimore Ravens fans that were getting all over Ben Roethlisberger when he had his issues, but defended Ray Rice.
0: <laughs> My God. Well, wrapping up. I mean, we're further, we're definitely got to keep discussing this. I mean, I'm happy we did it a couple weeks ago with our just shining some light on it because people were trying to hide this whole case. You know what I mean? Like, it, like you said, it wasn't getting enough attention. Of Rashad talking about Odell Beckham and them getting more attention than this that's that's a that's a shame man, but um now we have turned to our last segment here we got danielle Suggs man, a big a league supporter of us always shouting us out man um we got the sports editor at the Houston Home Journal. He writes for Austin Slam magazine, Lafayette Sun Paper, Newman Times Herald, Atlantic Daily World. This dude does it all, man. From Brooklyn. Brooklyn's in the house. Where's
5: Where's the Brooklyn house. What Brooklyn? At?
0: We got Mr. Suggs. What's going on, man? Hey brothers,
5: how y'all doing, man? Good to, be,
0: good to be here. Nice, man. we doing good, man. I'm
3: doing fine. I'm doing fine, man. Having a good morning.
0: Have a good having a good one. We're happy to have you in, man. We uh we read your article. Good
5: morning.
0: Say, say <laughs> it again.
5: I say he's always having a good morning he's always in a
3: good mood yeah <laughs> shot is always <laughs> hey man hey my uh my eyes i opened my eyes this morning man that's what yep. that' real that's bro. what I was Absolutely. about
0: uh so we read your article man for the undefeated you had and that was that was just terrific um loved Appreciate your take that. on it yeah loved your take on it the positive take you took you know because like you kind of hinted at it that every other publication is just trying to um, to talk just negatively about Morris Brown and just talk about the downfall and not about how to recover. Uh, that was tremendous, man. I really appreciate you just writing it, period. Uh, I think a lot of people need to hear about what's going on here. Uh, so what kind of inspired you in the, from the get-go to just want to write this?
5: Originally from Brooklyn. Uh, been here 10 years. I mean, when I got to Atlanta in 06, Morris Brown had just lost their accreditation. Um, this team, you gotta remember, they're playing Division One A football and Division One basketball
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: for three years. Like, you know, just like Georgia Tech and just a, uh, Georgia State, they were, you know, had a D one club and D one program, and it just went away so fast. And I always like kind of, you know, walk through. You know, you, you know, you're in Atlanta, you pretty much know everything in the city. I'm downtown. I didn't know Buckhead and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm downtown. You know, covering the Hawks and everything for Atlanta Daily World and and, and, and the uh, papers like that. So i always been on campus every now and again. It went from seeing a couple hundred people to right, about a hundred people to about 20 people. So yeah. I was worried about that. So when the undefeated cut finally broke, I said, man, i got to make sure I pitch this to them. And they have a, a whole HBCU section. So I'm like, I'm in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, with all due respect to D.C., with all due respect to Virginia, with all due respect to the further south in Mississippi, when not? this is Atlanta, man, this is the AUC. So I had to see if we could have something that represents us, our city. Because after
4: 10 years, it's like my
5: home. It is home. Yeah. So I yeah. want to throw something up there. And I pissed it to them. They were like, yo, if you can get on campus and get, get access,
0: we'll run something for you. You know? Yeah, yeah. And boom, there you go. But did, did it, I mean, just interviewing the people who are currently there. Um, and I read some, you know, throughout the piece, you you, you kind of mixed in current and former people. Former, uh, you know, alumni <laughs> and you got current students there. Um, were you kind of surprised? Their reaction, you got the reaction from the current students uh, about how prideful they are of attending Morris Brown? Because you had people, I saw one person you had to transfer to Morris Brown. Uh, right. What,
5: um, what I'll do is to you guys. You guys are not younger than me. I'm 38. So when I, back when I was coming up, a different world was all the rage, and you wanted to go to an HBCU, or you wanted to go and be as black and as proud as you possibly could. And what I've noticed is that has changed folks to care about who they are but it, don't, it doesn't seem like, other than maybe Morehouse or certain girls want to go to Spellman and certain guys following their father's footprints and go to Morehouse per se, most folks ain't shouting ACCUs out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I remember them being, yo, we should walk around with sweaters. I had a house. <laughs> I
4: don't know how it
5: was. <laughs> I'm in New York. I didn't know how I was in D.C. I just know that it was all black school and this is what you did. Yeah. You Cosby and them rock that, you know, what with- I guess he's not the best example right now. Um, <laughs> the, folks on the, show, the folks on the show watch those sweaters with pride. And I was like, man, so when I see a lot of younger folks now, I was like, to, to interview people that were 19, 18. One girl, was just she just got out of high school. She's 17 from New York, from the Bronx. And she applied, literally applied and got into school. Well, they went, they, they're weren't they not turning folks down at this particular point. But she came down here and was like, oh, yeah, I like this. And it's like to see the pride on young people, 17, 18, 19. One guy was 21. And they're choosing Morris Brown. Not oh, I had to go here. I had no choice. Like no, nah, I'm good. Like I was at Tuskegee, and that was a big campus and whatnot. But I wanted to come home to Atlanta instead of saying, "Well, I'll fly here." There, I'm just go to Morris Brown. That was really that. That that was the energy I needed for the piece because it was starting to drag. Like it was hard to find students sometimes when I walked on campus. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> well, very hard. I, you know that.
3: Yeah, for, yeah. Well, well, my question go. for you, Donnell, is. Where, where's the line between, where do you think the line is between tradition and pride and then just wanting a quality education? Where do you think you draw that
5: line? That's a great question. See, here's the thing. There was a point where we couldn't go to any other universities. Right. Very few. I mean, right. I, I'm mean, i not talking about, oh, 100 years ago. Yo, I'm talking about like 50 years ago. You right. couldn't get into Harvard. You just couldn't get into Georgia. You couldn't get into Georgia State if you was from Atlanta in 1950. Wow, You shouldn't even be downtown on campus at all. We both, well, now they have a master campus. They have a smaller campus. Well, you couldn't go to these public and private institutions because they didn't allow black them. And we were, we were happy as hell to get to Morris Brown. Happy as hell to get to Howard Hampton, Fisk. Forget the things to that, let's go smaller. Fisk University or N-C-A-N-T, man, you, you couldn't wait oh, to get yeah. on campus with your people. And now it's like, well, I kind of want to get a good job. I kind of want to be a writer, an engineer, a radio personality. Da da I better go to Georgia State, which is a great university. I better go to Georgia Tech. <laughs> I better go to um, UGA. I don't want to. I don't because I don't want. I want to have a shot when I get out. If I get a degree from from N-T-A-N-T, I'm scared that maybe somebody outside of North Carolina be like, "Man, where's that?" Yeah, but yeah. At I one mean, point, this is what you want to do. So right. the mind is is, 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 is is fading a little bit. And I'm trying to bring that back. I want us all to bring that back. Not just for homecoming, not just for the battle of the band, but for the fact that you should be proud that you have a, a degree from Morehouse Cup. Well, actually, they got their, their degree <laughs> in this city. In this city, it still holds a lot of weight. Yeah, right, a lot of weight right. Their alumni. But you'd be surprised how much the Morris Brown alumni contacted me either after the piece just recently or beforehand contributing to it. A lot of folks are like, yeah, man, I'm still proud of that. I, I I love my, my Morris Brown degree despite them not having accreditation
3: right now. Mm-hmm. Right. My, my uncle went to uh, Morris Brown. But I mean, well, my, my, my thing is, it, it's kind of like, I mean, you, you got the tradition and the pride of HBCUs. I understand that. But if I can't even get, if, if my school's not accredited, then my diploma is it's worthless. It's worthless.
5: That's the myth. The myth is, oh, there's no accreditation, so I guess it doesn't matter. If you get a degree, I have a degree in English. For Christ's sake, man! I, half the time I'm talking, I'm cursing like I don't even, like I never even went to college. When you get the degree, you have the degree in whatever you got the degree in. Now you go to certain companies, and they're looking when they go through that resume and they look down and they say, and it says uh, Howard, it says uh, Yale. Then I, a lot of times you get skipped to the top. Now, of course, right now this is Brown, First thing you say, Morris Brown class of 2015. Well, they haven't had a in ten years. I don't. That doesn't mean the degree doesn't count. You still did the class work. You did the coursework to get it. It just means that now the prestige of putting you to the top of that list is probably not going to happen. So yeah, you're right. You have a. I have a twelve-year-old daughter, so she's not ready yet. When she gets of age and she wants to go to Spelman, I'm not going to stop her. So there's all kinds of Spelman alumni, lawyers, doctors, that that all over exactly. Atlanta. Why would I stop her from going to Spelman when I know this? One of her professors knows a doctor that knows the person that runs the hospital that can get her the job. So, right. you, yeah, but the accreditation doesn't stop you to agree from meaning anything. It just means that when, it's, when that name comes up at this particular moment, it doesn't hold the same way it once did.
1: Got
3: you. And
5: that's the myth I was trying to dispel.
1: Got
3: you.
5: A little bit.
1: Okay. Hey, Donnell, I got a question for you, too. Uh, You know, Shoot. I know you mentioned that you saw a lot of the, um, you know, HBCU... Um, you know sweaters and shirts throughout you know your childhood growing up on tv i, mm-hmm. I you know I, I watched a lot of those shows as well and i kind of saw a lot of those things too but you don't see it as much now what how do you think you know what kind of impact that has had on you know kind of i guess the kind of i guess making it i don't know um you know lessening the attention given to mm-hmm. the schools and you know and some of these alumni that are from these places from these hbcus are you know famous artists and you know atlanta's kind of become absolutely like, has become the you know hip-hop capital of the world right now and mm-hmm. you got a lot of guys that are going through these schools that are you know coming out and becoming famous djs or rappers and you know they can go like, there and hone their skills and you know not only hone their skills but find themselves like you were mentioning in your piece or uh, tell me just tell me how that kind of all plays together yeah
5: it's different like i was saying I'm 10 years old in 1987. The Kazea show comes on Wednesday nights. Everything in the world stopped for half an hour. It was a half an hour, but everything stopped because you had to be in the crypt. to see that And the next half an hour, depending on what you're talking about, a different world came on after that. And all they was pumping was Black Pride. All they was pumping was HBCU. Now granted, hey man, if you can get into Harvard, go to Harvard, dude. Like, don't not go to Harvard. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it went from some of the best basketball players the NBA had in the 50s and 60s all came out of HCUs and smaller colleges, smaller black towns, or whatever. And one day they said, all right, you guys can come to Kentucky now. You guys can come to Duke now. And we all ran to Duke because so we just want the best opportunity we can to get money, get a degree, get whatever your profession may be, from basketball to dentistry. And the whole point was, whatever happened to saying, I'm still going to be the best dentist in the world, but I want to go to Morehouse. Yeah. I just, I just want to go to Morehouse. I want to experience Morehouse. And I, I promise you, when, you when, when it's time to take that dental test, that, the LSAT for a lawyer, take that test to become an engineer, whatever it may be, to out the application, I'm going to kick ass doing it, but I'm going to do it for, with a Morehouse degree. When, when did that start fading? Uh, 2000s, when we, we got so-called uh, mainstream and decided, well, we don't need to necessarily represent everything about black. We can, we can be black, but I want to get in them Trump Towers, per se. I want to use his name right now because I'm not feeling him right now. <laughs> I want to get in them Trump Towers. I want to get with these people. I want to get pumped out in there where I remember him doing shows in New York for free at clubs. I just He just wanted to be on stage. And B.I.G. was doing them in the street. Wow. Like, just rapping in the street in front of the record store selling... Um, a juicy singles. So I'm talking. Forget the album. I'm talking about the singles <laughs> outside on Fulton Street in Brooklyn and doing the show for free, and it, we was all cool with it. Like I support, yeah. this, is, this is I. We supported them, and then it's like, okay, well, now I'm gonna start tossing champagne around and realizing, you know what, we can make a lot of money. Hot Boys was in New Orleans, dirty as hell, and we'll, we'll snap your fingers. And now we got Lamborghinis and and there's white girls all over the video, and that's okay. I'm not saying you ain't like what you like, but whatever happened to? The same crew that was dirty in New Orleans was doing all their videos in the project. Yeah. All their videos was in the project and everything was fine. And before you know it, realize now, in order to really be good, we better do our videos in Miami, not New Orleans, in Miami, and have white and Spanish girls all over the place. No more black girls in the, in the videos you can see. You can't even find one anymore. No and it's like, what happened? Whatever happened to the pride we had? There's nothing wrong with being the best dentists in the world, the best mechanics, the best radio engineer, the best sports writer, and coming from HBCUs and whatnot. So the line is blurred now, and it happened around 2000, I think, not late 90s, where we realized, "Yes, ah, all right, man. We don't have to be with each other and lift each other up to be successful. I just want to be successful myself. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's where I think it happened, where we forget about our Morris Brown college. We forget about them. And the people I talk to are super proud, man. There's designers and engineers and preachers and pastors and Doctors, and they all care. They all super They're all teachers, simply teachers in basketball culture, and they all care. They still care about their university, so I don't think it's gone, but it's blurred. The next generation after me, after me, which it might be you guys, or maybe I'm about two generations away, have decided, well, I don't necessarily have to put my fist up, per se. I, 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 I'm going to be an original man, but I'm not necessarily going to lift anybody else up, and that's weird to me, because that's what we were doing when I was going up in the 80s and 90s. You were was, you was, you was super happy to be man. Medallions and everything. You wouldn't be catching Mike Cordero wearing a medallion right now and if it wasn't was just that one guy that does. Nobody wants to represent Africa and that and that feeling anymore. It's like, nah, I'm good. I just want to be mainstream and just be as rich as possible, which is good. I want you to have your money. Just get your money with your people. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, um, there, and I definitely feel as if that there does seem to be, as you as you mentioned, that disconnect where sometimes I guess mm-hmm. people are talking about how, you know, they want to, you know, how sometimes they want to go to a, you know, go to a larger university as opposed to, you know, going to, you know, going to an HBCU. You know, is it, you know, I feel like it could be one of those issues where perhaps that disconnect may very well be there in many ways because, you know, because of the fact that perhaps, you know, Morris Brown, you know, is, you know, is definitely a well-respected HBCU, but I feel like it's one of those issues where I feel like, it's not necessarily, you know, I guess, embraced all that much, or may, or probably used to be embraced in Black culture, but it could be one of those issues where perhaps, you know, it's just one of those things where perhaps it's just probably not, you know, probably just not there. And bigger schools have bigger brands, so they gravitate towards those more.
5: Mm-hmm. Do you, do you Whatever think? happened to the, what happened to the private brand? How was the brand? is a brand. Yeah. Whatever happens to the monster, pride, and those brands? Those schools really haven't fallen off. I mean, uh, the, the, the,
4: the,
5: Spellman is known across the world. Morehouse is known across the world. Whatever happens to the pride in those brands? like It feels like, I mean, listen to what you're saying. And it's like, why is that even an issue? Like, You can still go to these schools and be whatever you want to be. And at mm-hmm. one point, that's all you had. And because now you have more options, those schools are lesser schools. Now, Morris Brown, right now, you're right. If you guys all want to go back for a master's, don't go to Morris Brown. That's stupid. Don't waste your time doing that. <laughs> <and> when <Win. laughs> There's no accreditation, is it is silly? For I'm going to go back. I'm actually invited me back to start taking some master courses. They just they, and, and 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 we're going to make. They're literally going to make up like a master course for me to take. And this is all out of respect. And I'm going to do it because I'm a 30 year old man solidified in my career at this particular point. And I'm not going to do nothing else for a living because I, I, I don't like working too hard. All I want to do is watch sports and ride a body. So I'm not going we're to... we with you on good. that. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell doesn't? So we're good. Like, we're good on that. Yeah. But I still want to go back because I don't necessarily need it to advance. Some people might need their degrees to advance. 17-year-old kid, don't apply to Brown right now. You're right. If you feel like you're not going to put the work in because it's not um, Georgia Tech, because it's not UGA, because it's not Georgia State, all fine universities, because it's not uh, Hampton and Howard per se. It's, it's it's below you. If you feel like that, don't go there, because right now the attendance is 51 people. It's 51 people. You guys have been in college classes with more than 51 people. Yeah. It's 51 people, 51 wow. students, period. Wow. Period. Right, and I think we're including online as well.
4: Wow, So That's amazing. So don't
5: go there if you're not going to be dedicated to that fact. Yeah. But I think in order for, in order for us in general... Black Lives Matter. You want to get to whatever you want to get into. Rock the vote. Oh, we don't want to talk the way. Stop talking, and we got to do. Just like I want everybody to go vote on November eighth. I kind of want people to go and go to Morris Brown if you want to get it better. How is it going to get better? It's like getting a job with no experience. You can't get this job. You don't have no experience. Well, I need the job to get the experience. If you want more ground to get it, then we need to go. Yeah. If we don't go, it won't get. We won't get better. Period.
0: And I think that's that's for sure. I think that. The like we've all kind of hinted. I mean, the whole theme here has been just as far as people, the support, the disconnect there. Um, mm. But what you did is highlighting what is you know the great things that are going on. Them still having homecoming uh, despite yes, so. having today. not having a football. You say it again today. Today, to, all, day
5: today. all day today, all day today,
0: homecoming, y'all. <laughs> And they said they're they giving okay, away be, a car and everything. Or they give You said they're giving away a car. Have
5: a raffle? Yes, sir. I think a raffle tickets. Raffle tickets might be a dollar, two dollars. They're giving away a 2016 Chevy Malibu. Let me give me a whip. What's up? Chevy Malibu. I don't even have that. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. It was, it, it was donated by a dealer. So that's what I'm saying. Morris, a Morris Brown alum who owns a dealership donated the car. If we don't give back to each other, how are we gonna get y'all? Exactly. We're not gonna get.
0: It's not. It's not going to happen. So we got to support, and even us not attending HBCU at. Um, oh no doubt. I think I, my last quick thing is just being us being able to support quickly. Could you say what we could do to support? Is not not you know not being alums, but what could we do as just we're just GSU alums? What could we do to support as outsiders? But you're
5: alantans though. Yeah. I mean, this is our school too. It's still your school.
4: Yeah. Um. It's
5: still your school. Uh, now granted, let's all that giving money stuff easy with that. Unless you got millions, a million dollars in your pocket, a couple hundred dollars isn't going to change that, that school situation right now. Yeah. But what we could do is when you get a chance to shout them out on your shows or any of your pieces, do that. If you get a chance to come on campus and try to clean up, you can do that. They have these things every month. They'll have, they're just going on, on the website. They got a new uh, PR person doing their website now, so it's really good. Check them out. Follow them on Instagram. You okay. say, why? What's that got to do with it, down at? Well, when they have events coming up, they'll post them on Instagram a week in advance or whatever. If they have something on campus. If you want to just come down uh, homecoming today, all day on campus, buy a sweater. Buy a T-shirt. You don't got to rock it. Give it to your mama. You buy a hot dog. Whatever they rock, what, all that stuff, contribute to it. Because yeah. all that's going back into the school. Just, just just, show them some love. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's more support. Retweet,
5: tweet, tweet a tweet love you. Do it for Kim Kardashian, and she don't care
0: about. <laughs> 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 I give a damn. about Kim. Whoa, yeah.
5: that's
0: real though. That's real. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Real spit. Everyone's yeah. arms over Kanye West's family, and I, I have a wife and children, so I am too. But what I'm saying is that caused Twitter to freeze. But when a black school is dying, nobody's silence.
0: Complete silence. I don't even
5: really want to talk about that. Yeah. But you want to talk about Donald Trump? He don't care about you. So I'm sitting there tweeting all day about him and tweeting about <laughs> these schools and your. City. This is our city Reach, yeah
0: outside. Don't call us out.
5: <laughs>
0: man, Mr. Suggs, man, we really appreciate you calling in. Sharing. Thanks with for us. having me on, guys. Man, this was great. It's um awesome. Y'all can check out his article. Morris Brown is surviving, hoping to thrive again. It's on ESPN, theundefeated.com. and we really appreciate appreciate you calling in, brother. Thank you,
5: brother. Everybody have a good day, okay? All right, man. All take y'all. care. This nice yeah. okay. uh, afternoon,
0: right? All right, man. That was Mr. Suggs calling in. Um, that, was, that was a great talk we had there, but definitely about supporting our own um, and our colleges here, especially our black colleges. We should, we should definitely look into that more, man. That's, that's exciting, though, for them to still have the homecoming stuff and doing what they're doing to keep up, you know, keep up that, that motivation for people to want to come. So, Morris Brown. Shout out to Morris Brown, man. Um, but, that, that's the end of episode 12. The A-League, man, went over, like you said, with Morris Brown, we did Derrick Rose and uh, Josh Brown. Also went over the NBA predictions for the season, WNBA Finals. Uh, did a little bit of everything, man. So everybody quickly will go around. EricYaboah.com, EYaboah five is the Twitter. Uh, quickly want to shout out Rashad for being on ATL. Oh, I keep wanting to say ATL Atlanta episode, the club episode. Is that club? is that episode eight? Episode uh, eight. Are you are you obligated? Can you say it now? It's just, no, no, it's I, part of I, your contract. I say this it, out. Okay, it's uh, out. I, I didn't
3: read the full thing. It's like a lot of pages. I didn't read it. <laughs> Shout uh, out to Rashad I, I was though. I like, I just just I'm not gonna be quiet. But yeah, yeah, I think it's like episode eight. It was pretty cool. Donald's a cool dude. He, sh- I shook his hand, and talked to him afterwards.
0: Oh, bring him on the show. What's up? I don't D think glove. he's that cool yet.
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, man. Yeah, that's me. Let's get it. Akeem Balaam, that would be Akeem Balam A.K.A. A.K.I.E.M.B.A.I.L.U.M, on Twitter Instagram, and the Gram and AkeemBalaam.com. Check it out.
3: Yeah. I-, I thought Akeem was about to say something crazy. He said A.K.A. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. Look out. Uh, RashadMilligan.com. Um, everybody, tweet me this week your favorite KG moments. Okay. Uh, okay.
1: Okay. Uh, Jeremy Johnson, uh, Clark underscore Kent underscore seventy five. You know I get my Superman on. You, you.
0: Yay! Yeah, yeah. Episode twelve, man.
2: Peace.